Hello my little lollipops! Today I'm so excited because finally we're talking about my favorite topics which is sex and orgasm and coming and pleasure and learning how to be even more a well-fucked woman. So this is a topic that was really close to my heart because in this new relationship that I'm in, well, new, 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 now it's been like nine months that we're together, we, we met in March 2023, and I really discovered a new world. And to give you some context, I always thought like, sex-wise, I was on top of the game. Like I always thought like, yeah, I, I, I fuck really well and I'm really good in bed, which is interesting because I think, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that most people think they're good in bed. I think that's a generalized thing that most, especially men, think. The problem with this belief is that if you think that you're so good at it, then there's no space for learning, there's no space for growth. So always approaching every topic with a beginner mind will help you get even better at it. So at that, like most of my life, I never had many sexual problems. I quite, quite like felt always connected to my sexuality, but I was really judged for it and almost, what's the word, almost shamed for it. Since I was like 14, 15, I started being connected to it and connecting to the sexual energy that everyone has, but um, I was shamed for it inside of my family. Uh, with, yeah, it's a big topic that then the whole family exploded because of this. Um, and after that, I was also shamed in high school by most women who looked up to me in a way and felt like I was too much. And I was sleeping, you know, with the, the famous guy in the high school. And so I became like the slut. Like for me, it was more, I was connected to my sexual energy, but then I was shamed for it by other women. Um, so I was always like, the slut in the high school and then in engineering school, I was always like basically the one that was sleeping around and the crazy one that was exploring uh, sexuality, but it wasn't okay. Like it was really judged by other women. And I didn't care so much, but I still think that it created somehow like an impact on how free I felt in bed. I also had like, <laughs> I'm sure you can relate, like if you have small boobs, you will relate to this. When I was, you know, younger, 16, 17, I used to wear like massive push-up bras. And because I didn't feel comfortable, I was like, oh, my boobs are too small. Like I want them to be, you know, seen a bit. And, um, and so I was wearing massive push-ups bra. And also when I had sex, it turns out I was comfortable in my naked body, but if it was during daytime or if it was during nighttime but the light was on I felt really uncomfortable to spread my legs and that the men will look at my pussy like it felt so uncomfortable that I was like oh, always finding an excuse to either um, turn off the lights or make sure that the curtain were closed because there is a part of me who felt a bit ashamed of how my pussy looked and I think this is also one major thing that for a lot of women we go through it's accepting how your pussy looks like this is a big piece of the puzzle because 
as long as you judge it, it will feel like somehow you're disconnected from it. And that's what I realized, how disconnected I felt from my boobs and from my vagina. It felt like I didn't have a relationship with my pussy or I didn't have a relationship with my boobs. It was just stuff that was on my body. But I wasn't, you know, like really connected to it. And I think this is what we have. Like most women on this planet Earth, I think have this it's like your vagina is basically numb your boobs are numb and for most part of your body it feels numb because we haven't learned how to claim this part of its energy and that was a big piece of my journey when i met my man because he was super connected to his sexual energy but and and I felt like, wow, okay, so it's really allowing me to go there. Like for the first time, I can really go there. Like what? Okay. And he wanted me to explore as well my sexuality. And I felt like I knew it all, but turned out I didn't know shit. Like I knew the tip of the iceberg. I knew that I could orgasm. I knew penetration, different position, but, but that was basically it. And in my previous relationship, this was not a topic that we would consciously talk about, like sit down at a restaurant and talk about our sex life. It was something that we do, <laughs> you know, like every week, but we will never actually sit down, look at each other and be like, hey, what turns you on? And what do you want to do to me that we haven't explored yet? And what would you like to explore together? And what are things that really you phantasm about so we I never had this kind of conversation with my previous partner I don't know I just felt like it was a topic that you do but not really talk about and again like with my man now he he brought it up on the first date like the first date that was the topic we talked about for a long time and I was like whoa okay 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 I've never had that before mm -hmm, I like this and how he brought it up was asking me about my sexual blueprint. So that was day one, date number one, he asked me about my sexual blueprint. And at that time, I didn't know what was my sexual blueprint. So I told him that I didn't know. And then he explained it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And we found out what I was. If you don't know what's your sexual blueprint, go back to the episode 100, save it for later, and then keep listening to this one. And so he asked me about this. And then on date number two, he asked me what were my boundaries. And <laughs> I had no idea at that time what it meant by boundary. But I was like, oh, okay, so what don't I like? And I was like, I don't think I have any boundaries. And that's what I said to him. And I also said, well, don't touch my feet and don't touch my armpit. That's basically it. Because I'm super ticklish and for some reason, like ticklish trigger, like something deep in me. Turns out it's trauma. Um, and that's what I said. I was like, no, I don't think I have any boundaries. <laughs> oh boy, little did I know, little did I know that later on, as we were having sex, we found out that I had a lot of boundaries, but I never knew about it because I actually didn't know what was a boundary and what wasn't a boundary. Like, for example, one of my boundaries was I don't want to have anal sex until the, my partner say, I, I love you. 
like it was like this weird rule in my brain of like oh no in order for me to give like and to receive anal sex then or even anal play I want to be in a safe relationship where I feel loved that's a boundary and I didn't know this one if you have no idea about what are your boundaries I'm going to give you a few more another one of my boundaries was I what was it like no blood I don't want any blood like you know playing with cutting my body or stuff like that or intense pain like five between seven and ten out of um out of ten like pain I don't want to go into that zone because it doesn't pleasure my body but it's just actually turn on my fight or flight where I want to kill the person in front of me if they hurt me um so again, another boundary that we discovered, I was like, oh yeah, okay, so I don't, I, I don't want to play with so much pain. Uh, another one of my boundaries was uh, no threesome. And all of this, all of this came little by little by us exploring and realizing like my body was contracting every single time. Like every single time you would do something or uh, talk to me about something and I would feel super contracted. I realized like, oh, that's a boundary for me. So that's a way to discover your boundaries that we did together and that was really, really helpful for me was downloading the ads, the app, sorry, called Spicer. Spicer, like spice, but Spicer. And in Spicer, it's basically, it gives you prompts and you can either choose if you like it or if you don't like it or maybe and you want to try it. And by doing this, I realized that I had a lot of things that I actually didn't like. And that really helped us to define what are my boundaries. And something important, like one babe asked me a question and I'm going to answer here. Here's the question that she asked. Maybe a weird question because of course I decide what I don't like. As a woman, I'd like to be more in my feminine energy. I'd like to have a masculine man. But what does this mean for me as a sex partner if I want to be the submissive one in bed but I don't like certain things like anal for example? Just curious. This is a great question. First, you need to know what are your boundaries. So that's why I'm I, I did this section first, you need to know exactly what are your boundaries, especially in the BDSM world. Like if you play with kink and BDSM, you need to know what are your boundaries because it's really important for you to feel safe in order to experience pleasure. So you need to know what are your boundaries. So download Spicer if you don't know really what are your boundaries or if it's a bit blurry and you don't really know, you know there's some stuff that you don't like but you don't really know why. Download the app. And then play with it and you will find out exactly what are your boundaries. And so the question here is interesting. Because like she said, because I don't like certain things like in anal, for example. So she doesn't like anal. A, a question that I will ask her is what and why do you think you don't like anal? Is it because of shame? Is it because there's like, oh my God, no, it's forbidden. And you know, like this poo poo coming out of there. So it's not appropriate. I shouldn't do that. Or is it because she had an experience where it was painful? Because anal is supposed to be pleasure. It's supposed to give you pleasure. But if it's not done the right way, it can create a soft or trauma. And therefore, now you think that you don't like anal because 
you, you're just like tight, like your body's like, oh, no, contracting because you probably experienced in the past either like a partner who went too quickly, who maybe tried to put his dick directly without lube or directly like, yeah, put something like it was just too fast and therefore your body froze, which is trauma. Trauma is just a, 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 an energy and an experience that was too fast and too intense for your nervous system and therefore enclosed the energy. So I would explore this. Like it's really interesting to explore then once you know what are your boundaries, then it's interesting to go explore like why? Why don't I like this? Why am I close to this? And it's not to, you know, like overstep your own boundaries. It's just to explore because there is something really interesting that is happening even in our relationship where I had a lot of boundaries that we find out during sex because I, again, like I didn't know mine. But it turned out that when we had a discussion about it, so every fortnight we have a relationship check-in and sometimes we talked about sex, like our sex life. And... The more I investigated, the more I realized that my boundaries were actually linked to previous experience that were not nice. And therefore, I labeled this as, I don't like this. I don't, I don't like this. I, it's my boundary. Like, I don't want to do this. One of the major key for a woman to feel way more pleasure in bed is safety. If you don't feel safe with your partner or if you don't feel safe within your own body, it's the enemy of pleasure. Because your body is contracted and in order for you to feel pleasure, you need your body to be open. One thing I said to one of my girlfriends and we was like, fuck, this is such a good quote. It's pressure is the enemy of pleasure. So as soon as there's pressure, and therefore, this feeling of contraction of your body, it's basically going to eliminate the pleasure. So it's the enemy of pleasure. So in order for you to feel more pleasure with your partner, you have to feel safe to open up. Your body needs to be open. And again, like for, I'm going to keep this example of anal play. Like if you want to explore anal play, but because in the past that was not done the right way and so therefore created a mini trauma inside of your body you have to communicate this with the person this is the kind of conversation that are really important because if you want to be submissive in bed the dominant needs to know your boundary they, they he needs to know how to touch you he needs to know that oh there is fear on this okay let me go really really slow and the, the, I will do another episode on, on how to be a good sub and being really submissive. But like the idea here is you need to create safety. So in order for you to have safety, you need communication and really honest, vulnerable communication on this topic. If it makes you feel weird or shy, it's like, no, no, no. It should be a conversation just as you choose where you're going to go to the restaurant next Saturday. It's an important conversation to have. So talk about sex with him and explain to him what happened. Like, for example, with anal play again, what happened before? Why didn't you like it? Uh, I... And therefore, by already opening up the conversation about it, that's going to be, you're going to be able to explore this again, but in a safe container. This for me has been a game changer with my men where 
as I said, like I had a lot of uh, boundaries that I didn't like, that I didn't want, but turned out because we've been going super slow and he's been really careful on, on how to introduce new things, it completely changed my world. It completely changed how I relate to my body and how safe I feel during sex. And it's an ongoing journey for me. Like it's, it hasn't stopped yet. Like it's still, we're going deeper and deeper and deeper and I feel more and more safe. I can really let go and surrender to him and, and be submissive to him. And it's, it's the most magical, mind-blowing experience that it's, yeah, wow. I'm just really grateful for this <laughs> with him. So you need safety. So to respond to the question, you need safety. You need to have a conversation about your boundaries. Also, explore the reason why is it a boundary. Like what is it about it that creates this contracted feeling inside of your body that then tells you that it's a boundary. So, I'll, so go explore because there's, it's, it's really juicy what's in there. Uh, another one, I can give you another one. Like, for example, one of my boundaries at the beginning of our relationship was I did not want to swallow his cum. Why? Like, it was, no, it's a boundary because he, he had the vax and I was not vaxxed. And because of this, I was like, oh, but I don't know because I don't want to have the vax inside of my body and blah, 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 right? So it was a big health question for me where, plus he was feeling sick at that time. And so my... You know, like my brain was like, no, but I don't want to swallow his cum because I don't want to get sick, blah, blah. So it was a big topic between us. Um, and because of that, we had to explore like, okay, is it possible that I could catch something by swallowing his cum? And with the vax, turned out, no, not at all. Plus he did a massive detox. And so by opening up the dialogue around it, and it was a super touchy topic, right? Because it, it's really painful, even like for my man, it was really difficult for him to hear this and to navigate this. But it's the kind of conversation that you need to have with your man. Like you need to open up the dialogue around it. And you need to know like, what do you want to explore? What, what you know, turns you on? That will be another episode. But basically this is about like, having boundaries is an important topic and you need to know your boundaries explore why is that a boundary and make sure to communicate with your man like if you want to explore something for example you want to be a sub you want to be submissive to him you want him to be more dominant with you and tell you what to do which is so sexy oh my god um and if you want that, it needs to be communicated. So then he needs to know how to behave with you. Like how far can he go into the pain or how far can he go into telling you what to do? These are really important. So it comes always back to safety and communication. Like this is the main two ingredients for good sex life with your man, safety, communication. So telling him what you want and making sure that he knows your boundaries and opening up the dialogue around why is that a boundary? Voilà, that's it for today. I can't wait to record more episodes on sex. Because this is so massive, I think it's not talked enough and that's why it's on the podcast and it won't be on my Instagram because Instagram is just basically censoring any words. Like even saying orgasm is not available. Like you can't say that, otherwise they shadow ban your account. Which I don't want, so that's why like every sex topic is going to be on this podcast send it to a girlfriend, send it to someone who knows is also interested about sex. 
and I will see you soon and bye.